the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. TC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO. Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Another warm welcome for former President Trump in Robstown, Texas. Wow, that's so beautiful. You know, when this whole big group stood up, I said, oh, we have protesters. And you know what? They are protesting. They're protesting what's taking place in our country, and it's so bad and so wrong. It is a protest. The former president talked about the House Select Committee on January 6th, issuing a subpoena for him to testify before them. He also blasted President Biden's failed policies on the southern border, inflation, and the economy. President Xi Jinping is China's most powerful leader in decades. Today, he increased his dominance by being named to an unprecedented third term as head of the ruling Communist Party. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. As the 2022 election unfolds, we hear from House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy. But it's a really big contrast in the future and direction of this country. We've got all this and more. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. We've got Narn with Brad Carlson coming up next. But first, let's take a look at the weather. High of 77 degrees today. Chance of some showers later. Chance for more showers Monday with a high of 68. Our October book of the month is Rigged, How the Media, Big Tech, and the Democrats Seized Our Elections by best-selling author and Fox News analyst Molly Hemingway. Check out the Freedom Fan Club at am1280thepatriot.com to win an autographed copy. And thanks for listening to AM 1280, The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM twelve eighty the Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast. We'd like to call the closer, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Hashtag Narn show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And let's see. Yeah, we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So feel free to check us out there as well. View the broadcast. Leave a comment or question on that uh, comment thread as well. As always, we thank you for tuning in on this beautiful Sunday afternoon. It's uh, back in the 70s today. Uh, today it looks like it'll be... A touch 70 degrees tomorrow, too. So uh, if you're out enjoying this uh, last uh, gl- moment of glory, that is 70-degree temperatures, uh, well, I would certainly understand, but we uh, hope you are uh, listening to this via podcast, if indeed that was your plan. But uh, I figure we have more live listeners today because the Vikings are in a bye week. So either way, we uh, we appreciate you tuning in however you so desire. Uh, I think I'm going to divide it up. First hour, talk a lot of local stuff. And at 1.30, we're going to have on Minnesota State Senate candidate Dr. Bill Lischke. He'll be in studio with us 
uh, starting at uh, 1.30. He's uh, running to uh, be the uh, senator out of Senate District 58, which covers uh, Farmington, Vermilion, goes all the way down south, Goodhue and Rice counties down to Northfield. So quite a... Uh, Quite an ex- an expansive, diverse district uh, in terms of you know just touching the metro area. Uh, it's I still I still have a hard time getting used to the fact Farmington's considered part of the metro area, but there you have it. it's kind of how it goes. But we'll have uh, Doctor Lishke on again at one thirty to talk about his candidacy. But I do want to talk about some uh, shifts in the political winds here in Minnesota. You know we've we've mentioned many a time that Republicans have not won a statewide election. Uh, since 2006, and there have been some years where we say, okay, this may be the year the Republicans finally break through, win a statewide race, and every year it's kind of like uh, Lucy holding the football for Charlie Brown. You know, we're we're like Charlie Brown. We're about ready to kick that football. We're finally going to kick that football, and uh, she pulls it away. And that's kind of how it's been for uh, uh, statewide Republican candidates since 2006, where we think we're finally going to kick that football, and we just don't. And, I mean, you can go all the way back to 2010. Tom Emmer was running as a governor candidate for the Republicans against Mark Dayton and got within a half a, half a point. Some polls even had him in the lead and uh, and fell short. I mean, 2000, uh, <clears throat> I mean, you look at 2014, that was a Republican wave year across the country. Uh, but Secretary of State Dan Severson fell just a point short of uh, Steve Simon for the Secretary of State's office. I mean, you can go on down the list. Doug Wardlow got very close to ousting Keith Ellison in, in 2018. Well, not ousting. It was an open seat for the Attorney General. Keith Ellison ended up emerging victorious. And I'm feeling good about this election cycle. I mean, if you want to call, if you want to, you know, Sam drinking the uh, the red Kool-Aid, so be it. But I think we're going to get the Attorney General's office uh, the auditor's office is looking good. I'm still skeptical about the the governor's office with Dr. Scott Jensen. However, however, Trafalgar polling has shown that Dr. Scott Jensen is actually in the lead by one half of 1% over Governor Tim Walls. I'm going to remain skeptical, and I will remain skeptical until it's actually called for Dr. Scott Jensen on election night, 16 days from now, but... There you have it. That being said, um, Dr. Scott Jensen picked up a key endorsement this past week. A forum communications company, which they're a multimedia and technology company headquartered in Fargo, North Dakota, and they have multiple online and print news brands throughout Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Wisconsin. Well, two of the key newspapers they have, the Duluth News Tribune and the Rochester Post Bulletin, uh, they have endorsed Dr. Scott Jensen for governor. Again, this is from Forum Communications Company. And the endorsement was printed in a couple of their newspapers. Again, the Duluth News Tribune and the Rochester Post Bulletin. I will read from that excerpt. No one foresaw a global pandemic or many other events of the past four years. While Governor Tim Walz can argue that he and his administration faced unprecedented situations during his four years in office, The fact remains that in the biggest moments, Walls and his cabinet made decisions that caused or contributed to the economic hardships, anxiety, depression, and lawlessness that continue to plague Minnesota. We've seen enough. On November 8th, voters should fire Tim Walls and hire Dr. Scott Jensen to be Minnesota's 42nd governor. In our interview with Jensen, he was quick to acknowledge that Walls didn't have much of a playbook to follow in the early days of the pandemic. The first two weeks, everyone wanted to flatten the curve and not overwhelm the health care facilities, Jensen said. We all got that. Governor Walls was leading in uncharted territory, and it's not fair to ignore that. But as Walls wielded his executive powers to limit person-to-person contact, Jensen said frustration and anger set in amid a climate of government overreach, struggling students, shuttered businesses, and empty churches. Walls admitted to our editorial board that, quote, the bumps in there, the bumps were in there, close quote, but he essentially doubled down on both the methods his administration used and the outcomes they produced. 
Fairly early in the pandemic, a serious rift developed between Walls and GOP leaders regarding the governor's use of emergency powers. While we don't doubt his good intentions, his strong-arm methods set the wrong tone and needlessly politicized COVID-19 response in Minnesota. More importantly, prolonged shutdowns and mask mandates took a massive toll on small businesses and our state's collective mental health, a toll will be felt for years to come. Another major misstep by Walls happened in May of 2020 when Minneapolis became the epicenter of racial unrest that eventually spread around the globe. The murder of George Floyd by Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin sparked protests that resulted in two deaths, more than 600 arrests, and $550 million in property damage across the Twin Cities, including the destruction of Minneapolis Police Department's 3rd Precinct building. Hindsight, of course, is 2020. We don't know what would have happened had Jensen occupied the governor's mansion when Floyd was murdered or even COVID-19 patients began filling ICU statewide. In our interview, Jensen, he admitted that he and his running mate, Matt Burke, haven't always spoken effectively and at times have been too candid in a world where every phone is a camera and a tape recorder. He described his values and goals far differently than has generally been reported. Okay, I want to um, address a couple of issues <clears throat> in this endorsement. First off, the here's a key distinction. Governor Walls wielded his emergency powers and didn't evolve, involve the legislature at all. The way they worked is the legislature had to vote every 30 days to give him approval to re-up his emergency powers. And the Republican majority in the Senate always voted no, but the, how, the Democrat majority in the House always voted yes to allow Governor Walls to continue with his emergency powers. So there, there was a statute that was passed long ago that gave the governor this ability, and he used it initially. And then, like I say, as subsequent months been on, he had to receive the nod from the legislature to continue to re-up his emergency powers, and the governor continued to use that. And some would say he continued to abuse it even as the pandemic was waning, even though there were moments where it would have been prudent to reopen businesses and allow kids to go back to school and whatnot. Well, I've talked about it on this show ad nauseum. I think where people reached a breaking point is in that aforementioned May of 2020 incident where George Floyd was murdered by police officer Derek Chauvin. It was on Memorial Day 2020, two months into the pandemic. And what we saw were mass protests in the streets of Minneapolis and elsewhere. And, of course, these protests spread all over the country. Well, guess what was conveniently dropped from America's consciousness? The pandemic. And yet, if business owners, particularly those who owned bars and restaurants or, say, small thrift shops or thrift shops or clothing stores, dared to try open, they were sued by the Attorney General's office. They were hit with fines. Churches were threatened, same thing. Okay? But yet, when people were asking, whoa, 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 whoa wait a second, wait a second, wait a second here. Why are people allowed to gather in these large protests where there's middling mask usage? Because, you know, even though masks masks weren't mandated in Minnesota until July, but yet they were still highly recommended to be used. Why are, why are people allowed to have these crush of protests where, again, there's middling mask usage and no social distancing? Because that was the key point of all this. You know, got to got to remain physically distant, at least six feet apart. Well, that wasn't happening in these protests, but yet churches aren't allowed to meet, and they say, "Well, wow, wow." I mean, uh, look what they're protesting: social, uh, you know, they're protesting uh, these uh, racial injustices and social injustices, and that you could argue is a bigger threat to public health than anything. So that's how they excused it away. And yet, when people gathered outside the governor's mansion to protest the lockdowns, 
okay, utilizing or unilaterally invoking his emergency powers and unilaterally making laws. Those people were shamed and is saying, well, you, you apparently want to kill grandma. You don't care about other people. And it's like, well, no, people are protesting because they actually want to, oh, I don't know, maintain their livelihood, but their businesses are being shuttered. Okay, it seems to me there was an inconsistent application of what was the First Amendment and what wasn't. Churches weren't allowed to gather. That flew directly in the face of the First Amendment. But yet protests were allowed to go on. And ultimately courts ruled, yeah, you can't enforce, uh, you can't cite the First Amendment justifying one area, i.e. social justice protests, but then say then not allow churches to gather. That flies in the face of the First Amendment as well. So, uh, again... This past week, a Trafalgar poll showed Dr. Jensen in the lead by half a percent, and this is a huge endorsement for him. And this is why this is exactly why Governor Tim Walz has not wanted to debate, because all of these past failures are going to be brought back up. And for him, it's all risk, no reward. So he's trying to run out the clock here. Well, it's becoming pretty obvious that, to kind of put it in football, a football analogy, his Prevent defense is uh, maybe preventing his victory. Again, I'm skeptical that Tim Walls will be ousted when it's all said and done because this is Minnesota we're talking about. They seem to be immune to a lot of these red waves that have come through the past decade and a half. However, this is huge. Uh, Dr. Jensen's showing that he's leading in one key poll and the fact he's getting a key endorsement from foreign communications company who has influence in places like Duluth and Rochester not exactly Republican stronghold, so we'll see if this uh, carries any weight. 651-289-4488, that is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, that's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Turn market volatility into opportunity today by investing with the big institutions, not against them. Many people are getting taken advantage of by Wall Street. Learn why their returns are so much better than the average novice 401k investor. Learn the skills to be a better steward of your own money. Call for a free in-center or virtual investing class today at 952-814-4410. Call Online Trading Academy at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. When your house needs siding, roofing, or windows, you can sit through three long-winded sales calls, or you can schedule a short meeting with me and receive quotes from multiple contractors by email a few days later. Hi, I'm Ryan with my three quotes. I've had customers contact me recently saying, I've already received a couple bids. Is it too late to get in on your process? The answer is a huge no. It's not too late. In fact, if you already have bids, I can prove to you how great the prices are through my three quotes. I've recently worked with homeowners who received quotes from one of the biggest window companies in town and they were floored by the prices. I was able to get quotes for them through another major brand with better warranties, better ratings, and best of all, save them thousands of dollars. If you want to make sure you're not paying too much, give me a call and I'll stop by for a short meeting. It's free and there's no obligation to buy. Set up an appointment today at GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70 percent of the more than half a million people who have tried relief factor end up ordering more that's because it works for them the way it works for me isn't it time for you to get out of pain 
Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM 1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. Hey, welcome back. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. Get almost away and via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag NARN Show. For comments or questions. And as always, we thank you for tuning in. Uh, continuing to bounce off this uh, uh, editorial. Again, the Forum Communications Company, which has uh, multiple newspaper, online, and print brands throughout Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Wisconsin, uh, including the Duluth News Tribune, Rochester Post Bulletin. They endorsed Dr. Scott Jensen for governor. Uh, I'll continue with this, uh, their endorsement of him. Regarding abortion, Jensen's stance was nuanced. In Minnesota, it's very clear that abortion is a constitutionally protected right for all women, And the governor's job is not to unilaterally serve as emperor. His job is to enforce the laws of the state. I think Kansas taught us a really valuable lesson. They went overwhelmingly in favor of retaining access to abortion. That should be in a statement to the entire nation. Well, you would never know that by reading or by uh, the ads from these independent expenditures uh, touting progressive candidacies, because they're they're all saying, if the Republicans take control in St. Paul, they could outlaw abortion. And it's like, no, they can't for the very reason that has been stated in here. It's a, a constitutionally protected right. Now, again, you can argue whether that case was uh, decided correctly or not, the Doe v. Gomez case back in the 90s. You can argue whether that was argued correctly, decided correctly or not. But the fact of the matter is that's where it lies. But yet... Again, these independent expenditures for these progressives, they rely on the electorate to be dumb or naive. And folks, don't prove them, don't prove them right, okay? I mean, this, this is how, it is much more nuanced than that. So uh, definitely do your homework. So I'll finish up with this. But what about education? Does Jensen truly see public schools as a black hole? Well, kind of, but not in the way he is being portrayed by his opponent's campaign's ads. We've added layer after layer of administrative costs, Jensen said. Teachers tell me the dollars aren't being deployed into classrooms. We need to pay teachers better, get more of them to six-figure salaries. They're that good, and they're doing very important work, but there's a supply chain fracture in the teaching profession. So, yeah, that's a, that's another aspect of it. I mean, education has... here. Here's, the, here's how this is always spun. Education is always... We always spend more year over year in education. And yet, whenever you try to cut back on the percentage of increase, the spin is, wow, look at this. Republicans, they're trying to cut back education. They're trying to cut education funding. No, no, no. It's still it's still being increased year over year. They're just trying to limit the increases. And yet, that's called a cut by the spinmeisters. And we've seen the achievement gap grow year over year. And yet we continue to throw money at the problem. Don't you think that we should take a closer look at how we're funding this? But no one even wants to entertain it. And, you know, my friend and colleague Mitch Berg says in these airwaves all the time, you know, he lives in St. Paul. He says, if Republicans really want to make hay in this state, go talk to the charter school parents, particularly in St. Paul. These parents who had the opportunity, and the vast majority of these parents, by the way, minorities, had the opportunity to get their kids out of the St. Paul public schools and into charter schools. That's who you need to talk to. If you really want to expand the electorate statewide, hey, that's a great place to start. And this issue of school choice, which has been talked about for 
far as I can remember, the past couple of decades is a civil rights issue of our time. That's been more exacerbated in light of the pandemic, right? With kids staying home and the online learning, what an abject failure that's been. So something more to look at. Uh, I do want to bounce off another uh, point here. Um, and I'll read, by the way, I'll read this excerpt quick about COVID-19 vaccines. And consigliere, if you have cut number one queued up, I want to get to that too. Uh, I want to kind of transition to the attorney general debate from this past Friday. Uh, but I'll finish up quick on this uh, endorsement of Scott Jensen by Forum Communications Company. As for his early remarks on COVID-19 and vaccines, Jensen still argues that a lot of existing medical knowledge was ignored in the race to get people vaccinated, but he's not an anti-vaxxer. I spend a quarter of a million dollars every year buying vaccines for my clinic, he told us. We administer a 1,000 flu shots a year. My children are fully vaccinated. One, another thing that drives me nuts, you know, this is where progressives try to hijack language. If you are fully vaccinated means you got both the jabs for the COVID shot and the booster, but yet you don't believe it should be mandated, you don't believe that you should be forced to get a vaccine, you're now considered an anti-vaxxer. In what sane universe does that make any sense? Where you voluntarily get the jab, and you, but you don't believe it should be mandated, you're an anti-vaxxer. That, how, how does that make any sense at all? So uh, I, I do want to kind of bounce off that real quick. This is from this past Friday night. Uh, so uh, Jim Schultz, Republican candidate for attorney general, and incumbent Democrat attorney general Keith Ellison sat down with Kathy Werzer and Eric Escala on TPT's Almanac for a debate. And you want to know, you want to get an idea of how government, particularly progressive government, viewed the pandemic. Listen to Eric Escala's question about Keith Ellison and how they handled uh, the mandates during the pandemic. And listen to Ellison's response. Got number one, Consigliere. Did you go, guys go a little overboard on uh, suing businesses for not, a, you know, for not having masks and stuff? Uh, no. We, what we did is we saved lives, Eric. I how? Mean, the fact is there are 10,000 uh, restaurants, about 1,500 bars in the state of Minnesota. Uh, almost everybody put their customers and their employees first. Uh, we had some people who didn't. Uh, we tried to negotiate with them, and they wouldn't listen. Uh, and so we could not allow them to uh, flout the law. We could not allow them to flout the law. What law? What law, by the way? What law is he citing? That was handed down by Emperor Walls? There was no law. This was just these were unilateral mandates that were handed down during the governor's emergency powers. You want to know why? Uh, Dr. Jensen is suddenly getting getting momentum in his race, even though I would argue he hasn't run exactly a stellar campaign by his own admittance in this in this endorsement. You want to know why? It's 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 that it's that prevailing attitude right there where how many people were convicted of property damage and vandalism during the unrest in May of 2020 and setting fires to buildings. I mean, they're they're busy. Uh, pursuing this uh, alleged white supremacist umbrella man who they haven't seemed to identify yet. But people that were on camera burning down buildings, how many of those people were convicted compared to the number of people that were fined and threatened to be thrown in jail because they wanted to keep their livelihoods afloat? You know, I, I'm talking about businesses that didn't endorse Governor Walz's uh, campaign back in 2018 like the world's largest candy store that was allowed to stay open. I'm talking about other businesses that tried to keep their livelihoods afloat. So there was a very, very unequal application of the law here, and that and that just typifies the progressive attitude doing this. Wow, wow, they aren't gonna they aren't gonna listen to the mandates that we hand down. Well, there's gonna be there's gonna be some consequences. R- real bad luck. That's why Keith Ellison from day one has been in trouble in this race, and there are some polls showing Jim Schultz with now a comfortable lead. Again, when it comes to statewide races, I'm always skeptical until it's actually called for uh, the Republican candidate. Again, I've been doing this a long time, been broadcasting a lot of election nights where we've uh, been Charlie Brown gearing up to kick that football, only to have it pulled away at the at the last millisecond. So, But if if I had to predict... 
Yeah, Jim Schultz is in real good position. And if you watch that debate and if you get an opportunity to watch that debate back, it's very clear when Ellison is pressed because he's not used to getting tough questions, having served as uh, in CD5 all those years. He's not used to getting tough questions. Heck, I remember in 2012 when he was running for re-election for Congress, even though he won that race by 50 points and it, and it was very obvious he was going to win that race, he called his opponent a low-life scumbag on a radio debate because his opponent said something that got under his skin. So it is glorious to watch. So if you can uh, find it out there, definitely check it out. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Local Business Owner, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you bought the latest tactic that some hotshot sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. Hi, it's Keith Hittner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your Real Estate Chalk Talk, where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hittner Sr. and Keith Hittner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hittner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HittnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, oh, 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 yeah. For the life of your home, visit ThinkAMI.com. Some fall reminders from AMI. Turn off your outdoor spigot to avoid frozen water lines. A furnace tune-up will ensure you stay cozy all winter. Get priority scheduling and save with AMI's Total Solutions membership as low as $9.99 a month. An electrical safety checkup will ensure all smoke and carbon monoxide detectors are working. Air Mechanical leads the metro area in HVAC, plumbing, and electrical. Go to thinkami.com. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions via Twitter. And we do have the live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, so feel free to leave a comment or question there as well. Haven't got a lot of social media activity, I've noticed. Uh, beautiful 70-plus degree day. I would imagine trying to uh, exhaust every last millisecond of summer 
Uh, you people can. So if you're listening via the podcast, we certainly appreciate the support there as well. I want to take a transition now. We do have an in-studio guest. Joining us now is Dr. Bill Liskey. He, the Republican candidate in Senate District 58, which uh, covers, uh, just touches the metro area here, covers uh, Farmington. As hard as that is to believe, people consider Farmington part of the metro area. Uh, and it goes all the way down south, uh, down to uh, Northfield and uh, some other small towns in between, which uh, Dr. Bill Liskey will inform us in in a little bit. Uh, we're going to hear all about his candidacy for Minnesota Senate. Of course, the Republicans have a scant majority in the Senate, and the way to enhance that certainly is to get some of these newcomers uh, in that body as well. So, Dr. Bill Liskey, an honor to have you on the broadcast today, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. So, uh, you know, the standard question we always ask of all of the candidates. Sure. Uh, we already know who you are, Dr. Bill Liskey. Why are you running? Well, I'm running because uh, I'm looking to get a new voice in the Senate here in Minnesota. Um, <clears throat> I learned that, excuse me, I learned that a lot of people, you know, were feeling like they weren't being represented. So as a group, uh, we, we were standing behind some candidates and that candidate ended up dropping out. And uh, here I am running running for office uh, when, when he drops out. So I uh, looked forward to, you know, running and uh, standing up for those people that feel like their voices weren't being heard. Fantastic. Now, how was this? Uh, how did you come about? I guess this uh, particular candidacy. Did people ask you to step up? Say, "Hey, Bill, you've been engaged on a, on a grassroots level before. We think you'd be a great candidate." I mean, how did that come about? Sure. So, I didn't get involved in the uh, political atmosphere actually until December of last year. Really? Uh, okay. That, that's where I started actually following into the Republican Party. I attended an event uh, called State Central um, as a guest. Um, and basically what happened is we, we got in line. I, I said, you know, I, I need to step up and participate. Um, I'm, I'm tired of sitting on the sidelines. It's tar- time to start voicing opinions here um, because the silent majority seems to be too quiet. So I said, okay, let's volunteer. So I s- became a state delegate um, and said, okay, that's cool. That's all I need to do. Well, then, like I said, the candidate that we were running for um, ended up he ended up dropping out for, for personal reasons, and I walked into the room of all the volunteers and said, hey, uh, so who's running? Who oh, can we okay. get behind? And all of the fingers pointed at me. I, uh, <laughs> I drew the short straw, as we would say. Is. So I'm the reluctant candidate, but I am, I'm happy to be here, and I've learned a lot along these, uh, these road tracks here. Now, for uh, clarification, Dr. Bill Liskey, are you a Ph.D., family medical pro- professional? How to, what's sure. The- so this is the one that's somewhere in between. I'm a doctor of chiropractic. Okay. Um, you know, so I, gotcha. uh, I am a practicing physician. Uh, I just practice chiropractic medicine. So. I got you. Okay, yeah. so obviously, um, you know, the pandemic, you know, I, I talked about in the previous couple of segments, certainly yeah. uh, impacted a lot of people, different levels. You, obviously, being a chiropractor, <laughs> so. need to see people in person. Can't can't do that over Zoom, obviously. Uh, technology isn't quite there yet, Bill Liskey. But, uh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess from that standpoint, was there anything about uh, the COVID lockdowns and the mandates that were handed down that adversely uh, hampered your practice? And was that Perhaps a motivating factor for sure, your candidacy. That, that definitely was. Um, at one point, the uh, chiropractic board basically sent out that we could only see patients on an as-needed basis. Mm, and yeah. uh, very subjective. So it was very confusing and, and kind of a dark situation of, okay, what do we do? Well, then there was lots of rules and regulations of, okay, how many patients can you have in your office? Obviously one. Um, how many employees can you have in your office? Uh, as few as possible. Uh, and then having time in between each patient to a lot for having that patient um, in and out before the next one comes in. So I was seeing about 30% of my patient load throughout the first couple months mm, of, of the wow. lockdowns. So Okay, yeah, that's obviously uh, hampered a lot of, a lot of folks. Um, kind of talk about some of the issues that you're hearing from voters. You know, we talked about, you know, the pandemic certainly waned, certainly isn't first and foremost on people's minds, right. although they do remember uh, the executive uh, uh, emergencies that the governor uh, wielded, but... Along those same lines, you know, we talked about your district, you know, in Farmington, you know, parts, uh, most of the, how much of Dakota County? Is it most of so Dakota County? Would it's you? a southern, probably half-ish, maybe a little less than half, but okay. uh, that's the best way to describe it. And as you get further south, many people might consider that outstate. So yep. when we're talking about the issues that are on the minds of voters, I mean, certainly it's going to be a little different in your area than, say, Ramsey County and Hennepin County, who have seen unprecedented spikes in violent crime. But that being said, Bill Liskey, what are you hearing from your constituents as far as their top concerns coming up this election cycle. So getting out door knocking and talking to people, the uh, top two or three concerns, generally the two that are most important are the economy um, because they're they're feeling a really high stress on 
okay, great, corn crops are selling at a higher rate, but fuel costs are through the roof, so mm-hmm. you're not gaining anything. You're actually losing more than you're gaining. Um, you're also hearing, you know, the fact that the grocery stores are not cheap anymore. And when you live in outstate uh, Minnesota, rural Minnesota, you drive to go anywhere. Oh, um, sure. So, you know, for, for us, we live in small town Lonsdale. Most people don't know where that is, um, pinned between New Prague and Northfield. Um, so the closest grocery store, other than the local one, you know, is yeah, there's the local one, which we can go to. But if we need something that they don't have, we have to drive all the way to Northfield or over to New Prague to get it and uh, and or up to Lakeville. That's the next closest place. So, you know, 20, 30 minutes of driving one way. So a lot of times that's the biggest complaint is the economy. Um, the next one is actually still public safety. That's that's still up there. Really? Um, OK. In fact, we're. Seeing rashes of break-ins and things, actually, even in Lonsdale. We, uh, oh, my God. <clears throat> we've had some cars broken into here over the course of the weekend, and it was posted all over the uh, social media sites, and the police are looking for those individuals. So Now, I guess we, I, I would imagine in your position being a candidate, you're going to probably talk to law enforcement officials. What, what are, what's some of their reaction to this? I mean, you know, you get small towns like you alluded to, Lonsdale, that is not averse to property crimes. I mean, it's still uh, people still obviously feel violated by that. What is law enforcement's rationale for the increase? Are people just becoming more brazen because they're seeing how repeat offenders seem to be getting off easier? And I, and I think that's, how's that mitigated? That is definitely the gist of what I'm getting from okay. uh, local law enforcement is that, you know, they don't feel like, okay, so, you know, like you said, property property theft, you just don't have any crime, you know, there's no punishment for it. Um, and so if you get off, if you get off easy with those things, well, of course you're going to just ramp it up. Like you said, become more brazen with what you choose to do. Um, so that's what they're seeing. So uh, obviously as you've been out and about, um, talking to different, uh, you know, like you say law enforcement officials, uh, many other businesses and whatnot, what are some of the key endorsements that you received thus far that you could uh, possibly tell? Because that obviously goes a long way to uh, influencing voters, possibly be a list. Sure. So I have the uh, Minnesota Police and Peace Officers Association endorsement. Okay. Um, that's a big one. Um, Absolutely. I also have NFIB, the National Foundation of, um, I can't remember, sorry, <clears throat> small businesses basically. Sure, sure. Um, you know, so things like that, uh, a, lot of, a lot of those endorsements are very important. Um, and basically that's what I represent is the small, small business, small, small town, law enforcement, those types of people. So this time, you know, obviously you got a sprint, uh, toward election day, you know, it's uh, 16 days away, two weeks from Tuesday. Uh, obviously a lot of what you've been doing up till now, I imagine doing a lot of parade walking. Uh, yeah, we that, did, that we did some, it's okay. very, very odd in, in our district because a lot of the parades either a don't allow political, uh, campaigns. Okay. So, so that was a big one. Um, and then there was only, I think we only walked two or three parades total. Um, okay. Actually, I know it's, it was three. We walked um, Farmington Due Days, which was at the beginning of the season. Um, and then we had Rosemount um, Irish Irish Days. I think that's what it's called. Okay. Um, Rosemount's, Rosemount Celebration and then Lonsdale's Community Days. Those are the only three parades we participated in, even though we cover such a range. Oh, sure. Uh, because the rest of them just don't have those political campaigns allowed in parades, so. So it's it's kind of been a, a marathon up to this point, but like I say, now it's a sprint. What do you have uh, kind of on the docket over the next couple of weeks to uh, kind of close strong here, Doctor? So Bill? we're trying to trying to raise some money for a last ditch push of uh, text messaging and phone calls, things like that. Um, so whiskeyforsenate.com is where we can get some donations. There's a big donate now button on the on the very first page. Fantastic. Um, we are looking for any volunteers that'll be willing to get out and door knock. Uh, the number one thing for all campaigns is personal contact. Um, so the more people you talk to, the more people you can get uh, energized to go out and vote. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that are hesitant to vote, and you just got to remind them, look, the only way to win an election is if you get out and vote. So Certainly the environment's different than 2020. I mean, I, you know, I, I had a lot of candidates on the broadcast back in 2020, and the one thing they were talking about is obviously we were still in the height of the pandemic, and people were very hesitant to, you know, answer the door when candidates would knock on the door and candidates would do the prudent thing, take several steps back and say, hey, can I hand you this literature? Would you probably leave it here? What not? Uh, uh, Is there, is that, I mean, as I mentioned, it's not a top issue, but do you find that that's still an issue first and foremost on people's minds? um, Most people know. There are some that I I would agree that it's still their issue um, because they're they're health issues, right? So they have, you know, immunocompromised type things. A lot of those individuals have signs on their doors that say, please just leave everything at the front door. 
um, don't knock, don't, don't, you know, talk to us. <laughs> and that's just fine. So a lot of yeah. times we find that, Hey, it saves us Pandemic time. Pandemic or no, some <laughs> right. people have that. Mindset, some people might have that mindset anyway. So a lot of times with door knocking, you know, I'm happy to talk to people that are outside that are out enjoying the beautiful weather, especially on a day like today. Um, and they're working in their yards. In fact, just yesterday we were out and there's a bunch of people remodeling their, their yard work still. I was, I was like, wow, you guys are, you guys are brave here doing this over, over the course of a weekend. And it's going to be pretty cold here coming up pretty fast. Um, so getting out, talking to those people and you knock on the door and if they don't answer, you just leave a piece of literature and hope that they read it. So once again, we are joined in studio by uh, Dr. Bill Liskey. He running for uh, Minnesota state Senate, uh, district 58, which again covers, uh, Farmington, Vermilion, uh, New Prague, uh, I mentioned Lonsdale goes all the way down South down to the, uh, Northfield area. So again, uh, go to list, uh, I got it linked here, Liskey for Senate, Dot com And I've linked to it at my blog, bradcarlson.org, on the post promoting today's show. So if you just want to go to my blog, you can uh, catch it there as well. Find out more about Bill. And, again, uh, check out the Donate Now button. Now, Bill, we need to take a break. Any chance you can hold for one final short segment with us? Oh, absolutely. Okay, Bill Liskey will be back with us uh, for one final short segment. If you'd like to weigh in, question or comment, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. Me, Brad Carlson, one final segment coming up this hour. Go nowhere. And when I wake up in the morning To feel the day break on my face AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free odyssey app you never have to sign a service contract with gts hvac hi it's tamara and greg from gts hvac a lot of heating and air companies offer you special deals if you become a member of their service club you pay a monthly charge with the idea that you get preferential treatment when you have an immediate need and then you're locked in For the past 17 years, we've built our business with long-term client relationships. And we know if we do the job right, you'll invite us back. Our contract is to take good care of you every time you need us. Be sure to check our online reviews. GTS HVAC is a woman-owned business and family-operated. And we're on this station because we're of the same mind as you. Contact us now for your fall furnace tune-up, and we'll give you a free coffee card. We work on commercial buildings and businesses, too. GTS HVAC, your Ream Pro partner in the Twin Cities. Where we'll never ask you to sign a service contract. Building systems that perform. We're GTSHVAC.com. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. 612, The Bird. Now you can say, I got a guy, when you have an electrical problem or a home project. Early Bird Electric is the troubleshooting expert, and they love old homes. For home rewires, remodeling projects, and emergency service, you can trust Early Bird because of their unmatched service guarantees. And yes, Early Bird offers same-day service and 24-7 emergency service. 612, The Bird. Mention AM 1280 The Patriot, and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612, The Bird. Or visit 612thebird.com. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join. So visit am1280thepatriot.com today. I don't know. What did you think it was? <laughs> Consigliere having an on-air production meeting. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. 
Back with one final segment this hour, joined in studio by Dr. Bill Liskey. He, the Republican candidate for Minnesota State Senate, Senate District 50, almost said 56, 58. I'm all screwed up by this redistricting. I finally learned the numbers after 10 years, and then they, they uh, we got new numbers to learn. Senate District 58, Farmington, Vermilion, New Prague, Northfield. Uh, Dr. Bill, uh, well, you know, we're uh, uh, my colleague Mitch Berg, who's uh, on the broadcast on Saturdays, is uh, been a long time, long standing member of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, as I am myself. Uh, they are a group that we uh, we take their uh, their insights and their uh, endorsements very very seriously. And uh, you, having not taken a vote, uh, got the uh, highest rating for a non legislator with from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. Am I understanding the right? I sure did, and I okay. also got their endorsement too. So okay. Very good. Fantastic, yeah, and uh, you know we're uh, proud gun owners on this uh, on this broadcast, so that's uh, something that carries a lot of weight. Uh, what about in your uh, particular district? It's kind of an interesting dynamic, as we talked about. You got some parts of uh, Dakota County which are considered part of the metro, and then right. you go down uh, further south. Um, I, I don't know how much you know. I'm, I, this is just me speaking. Northfield, when you have Saint Olaf and Carleton College, you kind of kind of glean maybe which way <laughs> they might swing politically. Uh, how much weight does the Gun Owners Caucus endorsement carry in your district overall? Is it mixed? So it's, it's a very mixed review, of yeah. course. Um, our district's very diverse, which is great. Um, in sure. fact, I, I love Northfield, very good city. Uh, I spend a lot of time over there. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's been a very receptive area. So even even with the their views versus our views or, you know, things like that, it's not us versus them. It's just all of us speaking for for, for the people. Great. So um, you know that's that's the one thing that's important to remember is that you know as a senator, I don't I don't just represent one party or the other. It's right. I need right. to represent the people of District Fifty Eight. So um, you know, yeah, I have that endorsement. I also have the endorsement from the NRA, um, and then the really important endorsement for the the rocks and cows, as we uh, we talk about. <laughs> um, I, I think we wear that with a badge of honor nowadays. Is uh, I also have the Farm Bureau endorsement, so that's a big one too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so. absolutely. Yeah. And like I say, that's a, a district like that where, you know, there you have uh, sort of you know quasi metro areas concerned about public safety, property crime and then farmers. You know? yep, absolutely. A, yeah. So when you talk about a very diverse district in terms of interests, yeah, that uh, I think that that uh, really emphasizes it there. Well, uh, talk, I guess, a little bit about um, what your process has been like. Again, very expansive district in terms of, uh, you know, you, you can't just walk it like some metro district. Right. You could probably hit a heck of a lot more doors than, say, some of the areas in uh, in your district. What's kind of been your process like and how you make the best use of your time in a district sure. like this? So uh, kind of break it up throughout the week. Um, I work late into the evening, so a lot of times I end up spending, you know, local local time. So I'm in New Prague or Lonsdale and sometimes over in Northfield. And then on weekends, I'm, I'm driving all over the district. Um, I'll be all the way up in Hastings area um, okay. as we cover the south half of, you know, south end of Hastings into Ravenna Township. Um, I'll stop over in Hampton, things like that. That'll be my weekends is pick, you know, small towns that I can hit over there. Um, and then obviously Farmington being a little bit farther away from Lonsdale, I do spend a lot of time in Farmington. In fact, today I had a bunch of volunteers since I was going to be here talking. They were up there without me, door knocking Farmington, which was great. Fantastic. Um, uh, I always tell people it's a tough district because I can start in New Prague and uh, drive an hour and still be in my district. Uh, so <laughs> right. wow. uh, I've got I've got a sign as far over as um, almost Jordan. And then I also have a sign up in uh, about eight minutes from um, Hudson, Wisconsin. So it's not too far away from the border. Wow. Um, so it's a pretty wild, diverse district and, you know, lots of miles, lots of trekking. And uh, I actually do a lot of door-to-door knocking, uh, even in the rural areas. So I've, I've driven up people's driveways. You get those looks like, what in the world are you doing here? Yeah. Uh, then you have to quickly hop out of the car and tell them, no, no, it's okay. I'm not here to, I'm just here to talk to you. <laughs> not here to do anything. Just wanted to talk and get your vote. I just so, do it. Yeah. 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 So it's a little wild, but we, we made it work. So oh, I, I love a district like that because, you know, we talk about some of the, I mean, you probably in some of these uh, towns, particularly the metro area towns, you probably have your typical chain restaurants and then you could drive maybe a half hour and you can sit down at the little cafe with the townspeople just um, talking about uh, kitchen table issues. That's Americana, Bill Liskey. I love it. It's, it's the best uh, best feeling ever. You, you get the chance to talk to the wide range, and, and I actually enjoy that. Talking to people is part of my job, and that's what I enjoy doing. So so if, if indeed you are uh, the folks in Senate District 58 uh, do give you the votes to send you to St. Paul, 
Uh, what are some of the things that you're looking to do maybe in the Senate? I mean, uh, obviously, the, all senators get some sort of committee assignments. Is there one issue, pet issue in particular, that you might be you might look to get on a specific committee to get involved that way, Bill Liskey? Sure. So committees, uh, we kind of, you know, I've talked about it. And, you know, my experience in healthcare, being that I am a chiropractor, uh, I would sure. say, you know, so <clears throat> Department of Department of Health, things like that would be a, a big committee to be on, um, you know, looking at looking at that type of stuff. Um, and then also education actually plays a role because I have two small children, one that just started school. So I've looked into that. And, uh, you know, being that I have a doctorate, I was told that, hey, you might be a good one for higher education because there are a couple colleges in your district. So right. being able to represent higher education wouldn't be a bad thing either. Uh, yeah, has there has there been some uh, has there been some issues scandals maybe with health and human services in Minnesota, Bill Liskey? Uh, <laughs> oh just just God. a couple, just yeah, a couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that was something that I know on this broadcast we covered ad nauseum. They were having hearings out of session and everything, and all of a sudden when the pandemic hit, it was almost like it kind of got it just lost disappeared. The, yeah, where to, it, where to go? Crazy. And you know, and obviously uh, the, the Department of Human Services. I mean these uh, these. The COVID stimulus, the COVID money that was going out the door without any oversight, without any paperwork. I mean, uh, you know, I know it's a lot of hard work just to get elected to this office. And if indeed you are elected, doesn't sound like there's going to be a lot of coffee breaks, Bill. Uh, there, there won't be much sitting still. I, I've been going since April, and I can tell you, I don't think I'll be sitting still for another four years if I get elected. So hopefully I can get the support of those voters here in District 58, and we'll we'll go on and keep working. Now, now you allude to the family. Obviously, uh, in a situation like this, I mean, your, your career enough takes a lot of your time, and then to throw on top of it a campaign, which in and of itself could be a full-time job. Uh, how do you how do you balance kind of the the family life with that? I mean, were they supported? Did I mean I, I know your kids are young, but did you give them a vote? Was it a, was it a democratic process, Bill? Listening well, in your household, to run? it was it was kind of funny. It wasn't a democratic process, and I didn't get a choice. Uh, my wife looked at me and said, "Well, if no one else is going to do it, you better get in there and do it." So uh, it was kind of funny. She she set down the law, and I I said, "Okay, just remember, there's a lot of responsibility on the other side of that equation." And she uh, she's taking it like a saint. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, like I say, it's it's uh, two weeks uh, from Tuesday when election night will come and go. So hopefully once the uh, night is over, regardless of the results, and of course we certainly hope for the best results for yourself, uh, you may be scheduling a, a day or two just to kind of get uh, recharged. Absolutely. Uh, session isn't obviously until the following year and sometime in January. So hopefully you get a little time to recharge, Bill Lesky. So. Yeah, yep. December, I, uh, there's a big, huge uh, Disney on Ice thing, and we're going to take our daughters there. So oh, perfect. Big, big Disney fans. Well, so. there you go. Once again, we've been joined in studio uh, by Dr. Bill Lesky. He, the Republican candidate in Senate District 58. Again, check out his website. It's L I E S. K-E, the number four, Senate, liskyforsenate.com. And again, I've linked to it at my blog, bradcarlson.org, on the post promoting today's broadcast, so your one-stop shop to uh, check out his site, his social media presence, and uh, donate if you feel so inclined. Uh, Bill Liskey, thank you so much for stopping by today. We appreciate it. Best of luck over these next 16 days, and uh, hoping for good results for you. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. you out into the world Closing time Turn all of the lights on at am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Mike Gallagher, midterm projections. Here's what Newt said last night. The two most successful models that use historic data, both of them came in about the same number. They predict 44 to 46 seat gain by the Republicans in the House. Remember, when you get out of California, the Republican yeah. generic advantage is enormous. And in fact, in the swing states, even the Washington Post last week reported that Republicans are ahead something like 57 to 35 in the swing districts. What's your okay. Senate prediction? But plus three to plus seven on the Senate, plus 20 to plus 50 in the House. And I hope he's right because it's our only chance to get this country back. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro Life Across America, the Billboard People. 
If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of pro-life across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Oh, 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 yeah. AM 1280, The Patriot is Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.